up? Welcome to the Fantasy Fam Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, coming at you from Rain Man Studios here in Northern Jersey. On the mic with my brother, Sven, and our cousin, Kile. Before we jump in, guys, I just want to talk about your favorite under-the-radar Christmas movies. Not the incredibly well-known Home Alones or Christmas Story, but under-the-radar movies. What do you, uh, what do you guys got? Mm. Um... Mine, oh, it's a tough one. Because obviously, like, It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, the classics, they don't count. Um, but I'm going to throw one out there. I'm going to say Christmas with the Cranks. Um, oh. I'm, I am a huge, I am a huge Tim <laughs> Allen fan. I my think wife loves that movie. Oh, my God. I think he's, I think he's hysterical. He was meant to do Christmas movies. Um, so I would absolutely, I, so I've watched the Hulu, the Noel with Anna Kendrick. That was. How, how is it? It was okay. Uh, the Netflix one I watched, I forget today, today or yesterday. Oh, Klaus? No, not Klaus. No. Christmas Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles. Well, that was a good one. Um, something uh, Let It Snow or something. Not bad. All like decent, um, you know. But yeah, if I'm going to underrate it, it's Christmas the Franks. Wow, that is a good one, actually. I, I like it. I mean, I I guess you could say that mine is underrated, but not really. Um, it's uh, put that cookie down. No, I, I watched it last night. Maria, oh, Maria's man. never seen it. It was. Wow. Uh, man. I. Yeah. Yeah, you're eating. You're eating my cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By far, incredible. And I also love Arthur Christmas too. That's a good one. I don't think too many. I've never seen old years, brother. You never saw Arthur Christmas? It's good. No. Oh, it's good. It's it's yeah. fantastic. Actually, it pulls at the heartstrings. It's, it's a very good. So one. good. Yeah. It's really. It. It's really the meaning of Christmas. You know what I mean? Like it's like. <sighs> towards yeah. the end, you're just like, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantastic, actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny too, and the voices are are incredible. It's got House Hugh Laurie, uh, James oh, McAvoy. Right. Yes, it, it has, has, it has it Professor has X. It has Pro- Tug. Professor Jingle all the way, though. Of course. I mean, come on, Phil Hartman too. Classic. Oh, oh she's she's next door, Pat and Ted. <laughs> 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 like what? That might be my favorite line of the entire movie. Oh, like it just comes out of nowhere. He has no idea what he's saying, and he just Kyle. I wish your mute wasn't on so everybody can hear. I'm, you I'm right trying. Now. <laughs> I'm trying to keep myself composed because that is one of the funniest things ever. Oh, it's so good, <laughs> Ted. What? It's your daddy. Oh my god. She's next door, petting Ted. Oh my god. Oh my god. I hate Explosive device. Jamie is the worst. Oh my god, I hate that oh, kid. He's Anakin. He's young Anakin. Anakin. He's I know. He's, 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 he's ever in because he's so bad. Oh, anyway, he's really bad. I obviously had Jingle All the Way and Arthur Christmas, and just in case you had both of them, brother, which you did. I know. I know my brother. As to be expected, <laughs> I have one on on a bit more on the racy side, which is very under the radar. The night before. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Bad Santa, uh, which is another fantastic movie. Um, I, oh, what a great movie! Um, yeah, uh, the night before was good, um, but bad. If I'm going raunchy, oh, it's Bad Santa. Oh my god! How about the Kumar 3D Christmas? Oh, how that was actually pretty outrageous. <laughs> it was terrible. It was good and terrible. Oh, but, it was so yeah, but it was like all right. Yeah, there's some there's some good funny ones. Probably a lot of the same jokes in the in the yeah Roldy and Kumi one. I can I can imagine. But yeah, night before, very good one. You know Seth Rogen at his best when he's eating too many of those things. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty good. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. We're here to just celebrate life and the fantasy football playoffs. If you're still alive, congratulations. It means you advanced. 
a majority of leagues are in the finals this week. Some of them are in the semifinals. Some big, big name injuries this past weekend and some very disappointing performances, some clunkers. So before we jump in to talk about some injuries, who to start, who to avoid, who let you guys down this past week? Who, who didn't? It's the question. Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably my biggest one, and I'm still going to have that awful, awful taste in my mouth because if I didn't st- – like the anger that I have against that – delicious matchup that he had against the Jets without Jamal Adams and they could not find the freaking end zone. Jason Sanders kicked 35 field goals in that game. So congrats to you, bro. But Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> really let me down and so did Kyle Rudolph. Oh my God. He was not he was not at the front of the reins for that one helping Santa. Not lighting that way. How long how long <laughs> did it take you to think of that one? I'm just curious. I actually just thought of it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I swear to God, I literally just – because I was like Rudolph, and I'm like, you know what? Because that sounded like one that uh, you would have taken a while to think about. No, I'm not my brother. I'm – wow. <laughs> my delivery is a bit – my delivery is a bit more clear, let's be honest, though. Wow. You kind of muddled through that one a little bit. Wow, that was hey, brutal. WTF, all right? Why the face? Why the face? Why the face? <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about a guy who's been top five all year at the running back position um, – Obviously not playing for a great team this year, but he's been reliable this year. When he's played, he's been awesome. Uh, But this week, this past week against the Chargers, Leonard Fournette just came up empty. 15 carries, only 50 yards, no touchdowns. Um, Only put up three receptions for 13 yards. Look, if you had him this year, there was a very good chance you made the playoffs because drafting him in that late second, early third round, um, he had a, he was a huge value, and when you needed him most as your running back one, running back two this past week, he kind of fell short, and they got demolished. I mean, that wasn't even a game uh, against the Chargers, so that was the big thing is they were playing from behind the whole game because, you know, Minshew was just not having a great uh, go at it. Neither was that Jacksonville defense, so Fournette really let owners down this past week. Yeah, he definitely did. He was uh, one of the studs that I was about to mention too, because we say start your studs. I mean, or the matchup. I mean, how how do you bench guys like this? Julio Jones, Russell Wilson, the saints put up 46 points and Alvin Kamara had a clunker. Are you kidding me? The Redskins visited the Packers in December and Aaron Rodgers did almost nothing. Devonta Adams did almost nothing. And as a season long clunker, obviously Saquon Barkley, if you picked him with your first pick, you're probably not in the playoffs right now, unless you had an incredible go at it. But, the McCaffrey owners of the world, they're definitely dancing right now. They're having a good time. Except for you, Keele. I mean, really? We had to? <laughs> but you're in the consolation. You're winning the we consolation. You, Thank you. Are you. Currently, the Sir John Harrington. Thank you. you. He um, actually invented the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, but the Saquon one is interesting because if you drafted him at one, there's a like you're saying like, well, you wouldn't have made the playoffs, but like, because he went down so early, you kind of had to play that waiver wire hard. Oh, you had to. You know what I mean? So like you could have turned your team around bait. Like one pick does not destroy your team is you see like that first round of players. None of them are really like, there are certain players who have great seasons, Christian McCaffrey being one of them, but none of them have had like exceptionally great years, except Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas. You know, think about that. Like none, no, none of those other first round picks have been exceptional. So if you did miss on Saquon, or Alvin Kamara, you could have made it up throughout the rest of the draft, kind of. David Johnson. <laughs> oh, David Johnson, right. Yeah. Who had, a, who had a touchdown? Oh, sorry. Right? Didn't he? Somebody was very high on him. <laughs> oh, is that you? That Was that you? Oh, sorry. Oh, ooh. <laughs> oh I, I think yikes. that everybody was a little bit high on him. 
Number is he one. even number one on his own team anymore? Is he third? Is he behind Chase Evans? He is number three. <laughs> Chase Evans barely even got the ball. Kenyon Kenny Drake. Drake. Kenyon Drake is their starting running back. Anyway. Yeah, he is. All right, let's jump into some big wide receiver injuries. Mike Evans out for the year, tore his hamstring on an incredible 60-yard touchdown play, too. Running full speed. Just pulled up. Awful. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, you just saw it when he got the ball, and then all of a sudden you see him just – done that was it and like it i almost like wanted to cry with him when he was on the ground in the end zone like you could see when the trainers came up to him and he was just sitting there and he looked like he wanted to break down because he knew exactly like that because a torn a torn hamstring at this at this time of the year i mean he's gonna potentially miss the start of the year He's still young. I mean, he's still a. I don't know. A torn hamstring is that's a. a, a let's put it this way: a, a bad hamstring can keep you out for weeks at a time in the NFL. That, that is. You know correct. what I mean? That's correct. Like when you pull a hamstring, you can miss weeks at a time because it just lingers and will not go away. I'm hoping a tear is more repairable in that regard, where you kind of just have a time frame on it and it's done. Not good. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, Calvin Ridley out for the year, announced via IG. Core ab type issue, probably back for the playoffs, except, oh, yeah, the Atlanta Falcons are miserable. So That's why he is out. Has ended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why risk it on your second star wide receiver right I, now? Yeah, I. Th- there's no reason he should be playing. Same thing with the Le'Veon Bell stuff. Like, just bench him. Well, oh, should, should we jump into the Lev Bell stuff right no. now? Should we talk about it now? <laughs> it, it, I mean, is there wait? any other wide receivers to talk about? Should we wait? <laughs> sure. Marvin Jones is also out for the year. He had a couple good games, but it was kind of a lost season for the skill positions on the on the Once line. Jeff Driscoll actually went down, I think that that – <laughs> I was going to say Matt like, Stafford, but but they, but he actually Driscoll still did good. pretty good with Dris- with Driscoll, but like he well, was the Lions' okay. hopes. The Lions' hopes went down with Matthew Stafford. Uh, so they had nothing to play for once he went down because the Lions were doing okay, um, you know, before Stafford went down. Um, not great, but they weren't going anywhere fast. But still, it was it was. That and was then David Bluff, thanks, man. Blah. You got Blah. you got the opportunity to play in the NFL. Like, good for you, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats. Right? Yeah. Just throw to Kenny Galladay now a lot. <laughs> the reason I'm mentioning this is because he is the de facto number one wide receiver on his team, Alshon Jeffrey. Let's not talk about the Giants. You Thank sure? You. you don't want to talk about them? Um, do they have any healthy wide receivers left? Because I read that Josh McCown was actually getting prepped to run some routes in last night's game. I, I don't have... even know who I don't know who was out there. I don't I have no idea who was even playing. Aguilar, uh Alshon Jeffrey, Greg uh, who is it? Greg, Greg Ward and Arcia Whiteside were the wide receivers last night. Greg got hurt too. Arcia Whiteside got hurt. Aguilar is hurt. Greg Ward. Who yeah. I don't know. Name sounds familiar. It sounds like Yo, he's been around, but they were doing three tight end sets. I'm about to say that's what I was gonna say. Is they're just three. gonna put four, they're just gonna put four tight ends on the field, run the ball with Sanders, and pass to all four tight ends. Dallas I mean, Dallas Goddard is is uh, he's probably a good flex play. Because, he's a great flex play. Because they have nobody else now. <laughs> Zach Ertz is going to catch 15 balls, so. At least. Yeah. yeah, he's back. He's back for sure. This one really hurt, actually. Your, your start of the week, Ryan Fitzmagic in the, uh, in the air, brother, because Devonta Parker got his bell rung. Oof. I watched this, too, in, in real oh, time. Yeah. And he was, like, shaking his head viciously, trying yep. to, like, yep. to yep. shake it off. And it, Come it back didn't to look good yeah. at all. Yeah, so you knew he was out immediately. and. He obviously didn't come back, so. Yeah. It's, it's just unfortunate because of the matchup. Like, he could have had a field day, another field day, 
but it was very – and we started him, of course. And, Rather, and again, we started him in that league. And, again, the Jets, <laughs> the Jets still haven't figured out how to lose properly. Again, winning when they don't need to win and losing when they can't afford to lose. It's, it's unmatched. Anyway. Shame, shameful. Unparalleled. Unparalleled, unmatched. Whatever you want to go with. Yeah, sure. No, I just like that word. I'm at a loss of words, so it's fine. Not trying to one up you. I I just like that. No, no, no. It's it's fine. Thesaurus contest. Let's go. We're here for each other. (laughs) Well, here is our favorite DJ, Chuck Juju Juju. He left in a walking boot, so he may miss the rest of the season. And they're saying Juju may return. I mean, do we honestly care about either one with the way that the quarterback situation is? Absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care about either one of them. Uh, Juju lost season. I mean, this one hurts me because he was my favorite player coming into the year, but the Ben Roethlisberger injury was just detrimental to him. Um, and the DJ shark one was, he started so hot and now he, with that quarterback situation, I mean, they're just a dumpster fire. Marone's on his way out and not good. Like what stinks about the, uh, the Juju thing too. And I'll, I'll admit it because I wasn't that high on him going into the season at all. I listened to what you said a little bit, honestly, and it started to, uh, you know, like, mm, yeah. all right, I like him a little bit more, but I got sentimental when I won the football, signed by Juju, and said, oh, it's a Gotta sign. Gotta take him. Gotta it's take him. It's a sign I had to take gotta... yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go uh, in, on, in on Juju. So it didn't, it didn't work out. But yeah, it sucks, for, it, sucks, it sucks for the Juju owners who had the option between Juju and Michael Thomas. So that's the one that hurts, I think, the most. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Because that was a very popular position. Michael Thomas Juju went net like 110 to 2-1 pick. Yeah. And yep, yep, yep. So it's like a 150-point difference. So that's good. Ooh, I know. I remember talking about the targets, right? Because they were both upper echelon and targets. Yeah. Correlated. Not, I mean. Next. <laughs> All right. Let's go to some, uh, some running backs here. Is DeAndre Washington a good start this week if Josh Jacobs is out? Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. DeAndre Washington – um, who I was referring to as Dwayne Washington before this episode started. He was on the Lions. Which he was on the Lions. I got completely confused, and I was wondering why I kept saying Dwayne. But DeAndre <laughs> Washington, uh, 14 carries, 53 yards, and the touchdown against Jacksonville last week when Josh Jacobs went down. But the more important thing is that he went 6 for 43 in the receiving game, which was awesome. Um, if Jacobs is truly out, it's a great matchup. Jacksonville is allowing 137 yards on the ground per game, uh, which is one of the bottom five or six in the league. Uh, if you actually look back at the last – uh, four games that Jacksonville has played in. Uh, the Chargers, last game, they allowed 195 rushing yards. Tampa Bay, not so much because Tampa Bay has no run game. But Tennessee, 159-2 and two, uh, touchdowns to, for Derrick Henry. And then 116 yards given up to uh, Jonathan Williams against Indianapolis. So you're seeing that there's a lot of yardage to be had. Oakland does want to run the ball as much as possible. So I think as a flex play this week, for those who need it in the playoffs, uh, I think DeAndre Washington is a great start. And it's kind of crazy because Jalen Richard, I thought, would have gotten a little bit more in the receiving game where he's not a terrible receiving back. So, But the receiving yards, I think, is the major, major thing about him. I'm firing up as a flex. Maybe even running back, too, honestly, against that terrible Jacksonville defense. Yeah, Jacksonville is a dumpster fire. You are correct. And Doug Marone's out. Tom Coughlin's going to have to do some, do some soul searching or he's going to be on his way out as well. Not to talk about coaches or GMs that might be on their way out, but hey, the New York Giants. Apparently, Pat Shermer might be on his way out. And Dave great Gettleman. transition, great transition. <laughs> and Jason Garrett. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I have a question: Is Stephen Jones ever going to get fired, or is he just there for the long haul because he is his son? But do we not? I actually like Stephen Jones better than his father. I'm, I know. I'm just saying, like, will he ever get fired because the Cowboys stink, or is it just going to always be? Oh. The- 
Cowboys, the coaches, oh, and the very you know awkward. I mean? Jerry just <laughs> Jerry just needs to own the team. That's or it. Sell the team. Or sell the team, exactly. <laughs> he needs a GM. He, he needs to give – once he gives away more power, then okay. We'll see some things change, but it's not going to change. I'm okay with it, honestly, you know, just from an outsider's <laughs> perspective because the Cowboys have been struggling this year. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> first place, it's six and seven. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> The Redskins, the Redskins still have a chance to win that freaking division, I think. I, if they would have won last week. Yes, they if they would have won, they still would have had a chance, yeah. yeah. The best part about this, the best part about all of this, though, is that an announcement came out before the 1 o'clock games that said, like, the NFL has reviewed the situation and they will not reseed the NFC. Like, the, the East winner will still make the playoffs. The playoffs. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? They actually had to announce that? Well, it's – I mean, I get it. I mean, but th- think about it. There's no one coming out of the South, really, except uh, New Orleans. Um, the West has three good teams. You know what I mean? Like, there's – it's not like that. there's been a great year of football for some – like, a lot of teams we thought that would, you know, play well. Yeah, Vikings, Packers, maybe Bears. They started yeah. playing a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Up, but, I mean, I, I completely agree. Rashad Penny done for the year. So, his breakout was very short-lived. Back to the Chris Carson show. That sucked. I, I hated every – oh, God, I can't believe he tore his ACL. I was so high on him um, for the rest of the year, actually, given the fact that Carson can't hang on to the football. Um, I was when he so, does, he's still good. Yeah, I'm not denying that. I was so <laughs> excited for Rashad Penny. I was actually considering putting Chris Carson as one of my must-starts this week, but I have to wait and see still because he is going up against a one of the worst Carolina uh, run defenses in the league. Uh, you definitely got to start Chris Carson. Yeah. CJ Procise, I mean, he's not. Yeah, right, right. But the Rashad Penny one hurt because I did see him with a really nice role in the offense, um, but that really faded quickly. So. He was passing the eye test too. Yeah. He started exactly. to look good out there. And this one I actually feel pretty terrible about just from a rehab perspective what this guy's been through. Various guys. Mm. It's only an MCL sprain. He's obviously done for the season, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, and thankfully it's just a sprain, and thankfully he's still young. They had nothing to play for, um, so he still has something going to right. But <laughs> <For> a while, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's another guy who needs to sell the team because he's probably the worst owner in football. Um, but yeah, that's a tough one because I do, I did like what I saw from Geist the last week or so, uh, two weeks or whatever it was. But they had nothing to play for. He's healthy-ish. Not nothing's torn. Nothing's you know broken. So there's some hope. Can we just talk really quickly about how close this game was? Like yeah. what they could have won it. The Dude, Packers, awful. they look like garbage. The Packers, I told we went over this on Sunday. We the did, Packers, I know we did. We talked about are the it. Worst. The Packers do if I look I looked at their record and I saw nine and three and I was like, How what? are they ten and three right now? Like they are not a good football team. I don't get it. I don't At get it. Like, okay. Just just to show you, Aaron Rodgers threw two, two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten different receivers. And that's bad. Dwayne Haskins threw to three receivers and one running back. He well, they have no one else. <laughs> I know they really don't have anyone else, but it's just it's just ridiculous that the game was that close. Mind you, AP is actually still playing pretty well for the Angels. Yeah, he, he really is. Chris Thompson maybe get back in the mix this week. Who knows? Seven Thanks, catches for Chris for Chris Thompson this past week. That's good. When he's healthy, he's if, if if this if this is going to keep up, I would say Chris Thompson could be a decent flex this week with guys being out. Agreed. Well, here is a very interesting one because he was ruled out on Saturday and then left his, I believe it was a white BMW running outside the bowling alley while him and his orange pants, I, I guess I've heard, obviously, because people are talking about this. I didn't have to do any extensive research to find this information out because it was there for me to find. 
Lev Bell? Does he even he got paid. He doesn't care anymore, right? Is that exactly. He's getting paid. Doesn't matter. Reports came out today that they're apparently going to shop him, trade him, but who the hell is going to trade for that contract? Well, then again, I don't know. I mean, the contract comes with it. He's still young-ish. They're going to trade him. Um, uh, they the may problem, not get what they want. The problem is the salary dump that they're going to have to do. So by dumping him, they're going to get like a seventh round pick um, because the salary dump is so big. Um, but this is not something that Adam Gase wanted, and he's now making it evident he didn't want a high-paid running back. Um, the GM is now new, the coach is new, and then this is what's going to happen. And the Jets are going to go into the rebuild of you know, maybe drafting a running back in that second or third round and figuring it out from there. But Lev Bell is not wanted there. I still can't understand how. How did the Jets allow the GM to go through the entire draft and then fire him? Draft and free agency. They spent so much money in free wow. agency. Mosley, like Bell, then they fired him. Forget and that. Yeah, forget and everyone got hurt. Yeah, forget. Yeah, well, that's well, that, that I'm leaving aside. But yeah, you let him go through the the forget the draft, free agency. They spent all of their cap space, literally almost all of it, and no. then fired the GM. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. They're like, hired, oh, we don't like your signings or your draft picks. You're out. They hired a GM. They hired a GM who has had limited to no success as a player. Uh, what was he? Player. Um, uh, I forget what he was called. A player management of some sort in Ooh, Philadelphia. Joe, the new guy. Yeah, Joe Douglas literally had no success when it came to drafting in Philadelphia. They did. They've had some terrible drafts in the recent years. So I, I don't get the Jets. The Jets don't get the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's here nor there at this point. A lot going on in Jersey. Local, right? So they're talking about it a little bit more. With both teams. Here's, the, uh, here's a few much-ado-about-nothing players because Patrick Mahomes and Jameis Winston both have hand injuries. But it sounds like they're both going to play. And Lamar Jackson, who I guess as of yesterday they were talking about, he had a sore quad, but he's moving well in practice today. He's probably going to play. So aside from these potential stud quarterbacks, what, what sleeper QBs are you guys targeting this week? I mean, is he really a sleeper? But – I love me some Tannehill. I really wish we actually had him. I think I put in a waiver claim in uh in one in our league, brother, the uh the one that we're co-managing the points. Yikes. Uh yeah, dropping Kirk Cousins. Uh, although I don't mind Kirk Cousins, but honestly, I'd rather have Tannehill um or Jameis. I mean, I think both have good matchups, but I like Tannehill a lot this week. And I know there's one, I'm not gonna mention it because I know you're gonna talk about him actually. It's Tannehill for me. The guy's on the guy's on fire, and he's going to get paid, and I just want to give Mariota a hug. What you, what you got, Keeler? Oh, my God. We're doing, going back to the well, and I can't believe I'm doing it. But <laughs> <laughs> Fitzpatrick going up no. against the Giants. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're so good now, though. Like, Giants I, secondary going, is atrocious. Going back to the well, I got to pick on bad defenses. <laughs> That's what you have to do. When you're streaming a quarterback, you pick on bad defenses. And that's what this case scenario is. Um, Giants are just bad. I mean, just really bad. But they should be excited because they are going to draft the best defensive player I have ever watched play football um, in Willie Young. <laughs> so, Who? I mean, are you serious? Chase, Chase Young? I just don't Chase like Young. Him. Sorry, Willie Young. I don't like him because he's on Ohio State. I don't like yeah. him. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I have never watched someone so talented. Um, but, yeah, they, they have some hope on their, in the horizon. Um, but they probably won't uh, even take them. Not <laughs> well. There's another problem if they don't take them. But um, but yeah, the, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, going up this week against the Giants. He gets to stay uh, facing another New York team, and I think he has he fares what be, uh, fares better this week against the Giants than he did against the Jets. I can't argue, honestly. So, 
Who knows? Mark Andrews got hurt last week, but he's been practicing. Are there any tight ends? They're saying Gerald Everett might not play. Is Tyler Higby another start this week? Definitely. Guy's a stud. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could have a two-headed monster there, and then with those three receivers and Todd Gurley, like that offense could be putting up 700 yards a game. But I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at Ian Thomas this week. Uh, they're playing they're playing Seattle, who just got torched by Higby for over 100 yards. And Ian Thomas actually had a very good game this past game. So Ian Thomas is my guy this week. Rest of the season, actually, because I don't a, I don't yeah. see why they would actually play Greg Olson. I mean, the guys the guys old. Let Ian Thomas get some reps. Like let him be the number one guy because he's going to be. I mean, Greg Olson, he's old. You're da- yeah, you're done for the year already at this <laughs> yeah. point. So why not play him? So. Um, again, going to the well, going back to a team, you know, going against a team that stinks at covering the position. Um, it's, you know, the Browns going up against the Cardinals, David and Joku. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals are the literally on pace to be the worst ever defense at covering the tight end. Um, if not, they are not already. But the Browns um, stink. I'm not denying the Browns stink. <laughs> Just like the Dolphins are three and 10 going up against the two and 11 Giants. I'm still going to a situation that can be exploited. And David Njoku against a god-awful Cardinals defense is a great place to start. Njoku or Ian Thomas this week? Because um, that's actually a query that we have, a conundrum, what have you, that, that we have in our listener league. Uh, well, So we got to pick up a tight end because we, <laughs> we have Njoku, but we could also grab Ian Thomas possibly. Ian Thomas is not a bad start this week, especially if – I mean, against Seattle. Seattle's Seattle's deep. secondary is not – They're not a good team. Good right now, yeah. But we can, we can, we can, we can talk about that off. Yeah, we can definitely discuss that, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which we have to, which actually <laughs> in like the next hour. <laughs> and here's, here's another tight end that, that I like these last, last few games. He's actually had a couple, a couple monster performances. Noah Fant Ooh. went over 100 yards and a touchdown, four receptions. Drew Locke actually looked like an NFL quarterback, and they completely demoralized the Houston Texans. That was, that, that was a bad game. They're playing the Chiefs this week. They're going to be down. They might be chasing points if he's not hurt because he hurt his foot. They still haven't really announced what's going on with it, but I, I see that as another a big play upside type, type guy this week. I think, Drew I think they're both good. hard. Yeah. Drew Locke looks pretty good. Which so is really. Danny so Dimes surprising. looked good too. In the first yeah, but the Drew Locke one is so surprising because when I watched him in the preseason, man, it oh. was tough. He looked really bad. Bad. Um, but he's looked good. Denver's looked good. Fant is – I still think Fant has stone hands. But um, – Four but targets, four catches. He's a freak of an athlete, though. He's huge, exactly. Oh, he's my God. No, he's not huge. He's fast. Like, he's yeah. just a, he's just an imposing figure. He runs pretty, like, smooth. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He takes nice strides. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very, uh, very talented tight end. And um, as a streaming option this week, if he is out there, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of talented athletes in the NFL, somebody that I wasn't ultimately that high on, Derrick Henry. Apparently, his yeah, apparently he's good. It's a little sore. Yeah, he is a monster. He's he's an absolute beast. He's ridiculous. Every time you turn around, he's getting another hundred yards, two touchdowns. They're saying that he should be okay this week. They're going to manage his reps in practice, though. Is there anything to be concerned about there? Pick up Deion Lewis, perhaps, as a insurance. No, no. Dion Lewis, man, I just feel so bad. I think we mentioned this before. I just feel so bad for him because he he was talented. I mean, the guy was good when he was on New England, and then came to Tennessee and had a one decent. But I don't know. I don't see him being that guy that Derrick Henry is. I mean, Derrick Henry has figured it out clearly. 
And they're going up against a Houston defense that is not, not exactly, awful right now. Not exactly stopping anyone. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think if Henry is for some reason sits out, um, this is going to be a big Ryan Tannehill type of game anyway. So I don't see the relevance of a backup running back. Fantastic. I, I just hope I'm not playing against Henry this week. Your boy, AJ Brown, yo. Yeah, AJ Brown. I mean, he was one of my, fa- I mean, he's probably my favorite start this week uh, at the wide receiver position because he, he's, he's one of those players we talked about heading in a different direction. Like they're wide receiver 40, but he's heading way up. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's going up against the Houston team that has allowed, uh, Houston defense allowed 300 yards to the air, 326 Ooh. to the air. 41 points to Baltimore. I mean, they're just not a good defense right now. And if you, look, if you look back at A.J. Brown's last three games, he has caught 75% of the passes thrown his way, um, which is three touchdowns as well also in the last three games. So he is a really great start this week uh, as a wide receiver three flex option. Maybe even wide receiver two. Two? Yeah, I mean, you don't but you, yeah, he's not your wide, like he's not your wide receiver two, though, which is great. I mean, if he, you know, if you have him in three. Unless you have Mike Evans and – Julio oh, and Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Anybody who stinks. Yeah. yeah or hurt. <laughs> yeah. All in the same squad. Well, before we call it a day, gents, is there anybody that you're completely avoiding this week? Oh, uh, God. Mine, uh, mine's between two. Um, I'm going to go with the second one. I'm going to say Marlon Mack against New Orleans. He's, I think he's still injured. Um, he's going, he went up against a tough Tampa Bay uh, run defense last week, which I get 13 for 38. He did have the touchdown, which saved him. However, exactly. He had the game. Right. We the, said the he touch, would. <laughs> right. The touchdown definitely saved him. He put up nine, 10 points in, uh, in, you know, with PPR, which is not, not bad. However, he's going up this week against the third best run defense, allowing, you know, under 90 yards per game on the ground. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup for them against New Orleans. They're going to be playing from behind, I think. So it's more of a pass game. I just I don't see Marlon Mack having a great game, especially if he's not fully healthy. Very bold. I'm kind of – I don't know. I'm going back to – I keep going back to the league that we have, uh, brother, but obviously we're still alive. That's why I keep going back to it. But um, Cooper Cup, I don't know what's going on with – like he started off so hot. I mean, the guy was on pace for like 1,700 yards and like 12 touchdowns. But I'm not fa- – I mean, I'm fading him a little bit. Chances are you're probably going to start him, but – I mean, we got Galladay and Chris Godwin. I'm definitely starting those two and like a Julian Edelman over Cooper Cup. But I also put in a waiver claim for A.J. Brown for us. So <laughs> yeah, you can never have too much talent on your rooster. On your rooster. Love me some A.J. Brown. Favorite wide receiver into the draft this past season. Appreciate your guys' insight. Tis the season. Con- congrats and good luck this week. Remember, you can find us at thefantasyfam.com or on Twitter at thefantasyfam. We're on most podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio. This is the Fantasy Fam, signing off.